I want to find a cast, uh, cast crew and characters. Here we go. This is what I want. List of Sesame Street Muppets. Um, oh, there is a character in Sesame Street called the Amazing Mumford. What the fuck? I didn't know that. That's impressive. Nice. Uh, I've started recording. What episode are we on? I've forgotten. Is it 23? I don't know. It's past 20. I'm not sure. 20, 21, 23. Uh, this is just be the start of the episode then, I guess. That's discussing which episode number it is. 20. You write into us if you want to let us know which episodes we're on. Um, yeah. Write into P.O. Box pitofchimps.org and we'll receive your message loud and clear. Try not to get the uh, School of Life podcast because that um, sometimes gets confused. Yeah. So, yeah, you got any ads? Uh, I've got some sponsors. Mm-hmm. Sponsors will do, yeah. Sponsors we've got, ads. We've got a new sponsor. Another new sponsor. Every week, new sponsors. The only problem well, is we're also losing sponsors at the same rate. But It makes that, sense. Yeah. That's our, that, that is our business model, though, to be fair. Yeah. You're in and you're out. You've got one chance and one chance only. Um, ever been sat on your porch, bored out of your mind, wishing something exciting would happen? Well, uh, you need... Yes. <laughs> well, you need Harry Belafonte's Calypso Porch. For four ninety nine a month, you can have Harry Belafonte perform his Calypso classics right in front of your porch. Mm. Gone are the days of staring off blankly into the abyss of loneliness and depression. Harry Belafonte's Calypso porch has also been scientifically proven to increase fertility of anyone in a 50 feet radius. So that's good. Uh, Harry Belafonte's Calypso porch, the happiest place on earth. The happiest place. I think I might have to get me uh, me one of those Calypso things. Porches. Harry Porches. Belafonte's Calypso porch. Yeah, porch. Um, porch. Sounds very interesting. Porch challenge. Porch. You can also... <laughs> Take part in the porch challenge if you want. Harry Belafonte's yeah. porch challenge. Yeah, you stand on your porch and you eat a calippo. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're also, I haven't got a message for them, but they've sent just sent us through the name of the business. I don't know what it is. Uh, so we're also sponsored by Donald Rumsfeld's Kinky Pantaloons. Ooh. Mm. That sounds interesting. Intriguing. They've left it quite mysterious there. Mm-hmm. In theory, what could that possibly be? Well... Donald Rumsfeld's kinky pantaloons is all there in the title, I think. Oh, I suppose so. Why waste time, advertising time, when you can just have it all summed up nicely in the title? Keep it simple. Yep. Well, it's sponsored by Craig's as well, of course. Of course. And um, big, 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 big fella. Yeah. And we're sponsored by... Hey, get your hands out of my fudge box. Sorry, <laughs> gov- sorry, governor. Do you have problems with kids trying to get it all up in your fudge box? Yeah, we at Get Your Hands Out of My Fudge Box have you covered. Established in 2019, we're the premium brand in making sure kids get their hands out of your fudge box. Give us a call and we'll ensure nobody, especially kids, manage to get their hands all up in your fudgy zone. Our operators are on hand Monday to Friday, 8 till late, to give you guidance, support and counselling. Rest assured, our operators are highly trained to sell you add-on products such as Get Your Hands Out of My Fudge Box e-booklets, providing handy hints and tips to ensure kids get their hands out of your most fudge-based areas. Get your hands out of my fudge box. We're prepared. Oh, mm. interesting. Mm. That's a problem we can all uh, relate to. I think. Yeah, I think that's that's true. Everyone's always trying to get you know, their hands in, in the old uh, fudgy area. <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're also sponsored by You Lack Merit. You are low on confidence. Nothing you do carries any meaning. You get up for work at 5 a.m. and trudge into the office with your scalp all wet, your pants hanging around your knees, and your manager looks at you like the small sphere of pig mess you are. We've been watching you for weeks. You're pathetic. Your partner hates you. Well, they would if you had one. Turd Rodney, estate agents, give us a call. <laughs> wow. Mm. Turd Rodney. Yep. They're uh, uh, going all in there. Yeah. It's quite mm. a bold move there. Yeah. They're uh, just telling it like it is, I guess. That's, yeah. It's You've a good to, direct route one, route one method. Got to respect people who tell it as it is. Mm-hmm. Like Roy Keane. Roy, <laughs> Roy, Roy Keane. Or um, Pete, uh, the guy who spins around lots. What's his name? <laughs> what? Uh, 
diversity, Pete, the dance group. No, Pete, Pete Burns. Pete, uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Who else? Who's, your, who's your favourite person who tells it like it is? Um, Probably Pete Burns. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think it's Pete Burns, actually, yeah. Tom, have you ever noticed that Cindy Lauper is just a female boy George? <laughs> yeah. Well, are they the same person? I'm not sure about that, but they are very similar. Who came first? It's like the chicken and the egg argument. <laughs> it is. Maybe they both materialize at the same time. Ah, uh, yeah. Have they ever been seen in the same room together? I don't. I don't think so. I don't think so. Imagine all the feather earrings that would be in that contained within that one room. Be incredible. It'd be It'd like be... A, all, all. You all you need is to add Mister T in, and you'd have like the world's collection of feather-based earrings. Well, jo- Boy George wasn't at WrestleMania one, so that's suspicious because everyone well, else was. True. That's true. Actually, yeah, I didn't think about that. Uh-huh. Cindy Lauper, Mister T, uh, Muhammad Ali. Um, probably Liber- Donald Trump. Liberace. Yeah, Liberace. Um, some of the that wrestlers. Baseball, the baseball guy, Billy Doyle or whatever he's called. <laughs> I don't know. They're all the same. Pete Rose. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know any baseball players. It's not really a sport over here, is it? It's not considered a sport in the UK. No. It's, um, it's, it's illegal. It's man's Cumbria. rounders. And it is illegal, yeah. It's yeah. an illegal thing. Talking of wrestlers, I've got some uh, wrestlers, uh, wrestler names for you, like potential um, names for wrestlers and and gimmicks. Would you okay. like to, to hear them? And... I'll list them all, and I'll pick which one I'm gonna go with. So you just pretend to be Vince McMahon, and I'll just you know propose oh, okay. these names to you, and then you tell me you know whether or not they're getting on Sunday Night Heat, for example. <laughs> okay. Okay. So the first one is um, the Chinese man. Uh, he's a man, and he's from China. Uh, yeah, I think that all. Goes out well. The, <laughs> yeah. the Chinese man, is that it? What's, yep, after, hang on, yeah, what's his yeah, ring right. attire? Because I feel like his ring attire could be controversial. So we need to keep it he politically wears, correct. He just wears jeans and a t-shirt. That's fine. Yeah. He's a white, plain white t-shirt and a pair of uh, Levi's. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll accept that. Who's uh, playing him? I don't, I don't know. I'm not sure. Okay. He's just, he's a new, these are all new people. They're all new contenders coming through the ranks as long as it's not uh mickey rooney no nope. okay um the next one is a uh, mr pink supreme um <laughs> he's a man and he hates he hates both uh, the color pink and the brand supreme oh so he's uh being forced to embrace the things that he hates exactly yeah yeah that could be a good metaphor for today's mm. day and age so, yeah i'll i'll have that as well Okay, uh, the next one is a female wrestler, um, Hawaii Sandra. She's a woman called Sandra from Milwaukee who married a Hawaiian man and uh, thus moved to Hawaii and is now trying to embrace the Hawaiian culture. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to take that one on as well. Yeah? Okay. I like that. Um, she's a bit like Peggy Hill, but in Hawaii. <laughs> okay. Think about uh, it like that. Okay, um, yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah, we'll go for that. Uh, the next one is uh, Pork Sunday. He's just a uh, just a generic bloke. Uh, he doesn't really have a gimmick. It's just his name's Pork Sunday. <laughs> I mean, his gimmick is his name, basically. How can you turn that down? I'm gonna have to say yes to that as well. Okay. It's not also, looking good for the, the remaining ones though, because I can't say yes to them all. No, uh, the next one is called Terry Foot Job. Um, <laughs> he's a guy whose finisher move is the foot job. <laughs> what is the? <laughs> dare I ask? What is the foot job? So he goes on the top rope. He goes on the top rope on the turnbuckle, and then he walks along the rope like the Undertaker used to do. Mm. And then he drops down and he delivers a foot job. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm gonna have to say no to that. That could be controversial. Okay. Um, the next one is just called Varnished. Uh, I don't have any further information on the character. <laughs> I'm gonna take him on. I'm gonna take a risk. Okay. He who dares wins. Um, this is a good. This is a good crop of talent coming through. I think a lot of these have gotten jobs so far. I think it's like all the of them Manchester, have. Haven't they? The '90s Manchester United squad, <laughs> almost minus Dennis Irwin. Yeah. Uh, the next one is called Potato Flex. Uh, basically, he's a man who has a, a potato underneath his bicep region, so it makes his flex <laughs> <really> bigger. <laughs> is that not just uh, Scott Steiner? 
a little bit like Scott Steiner, yeah. But he wears a t-shirt, so it's not like a real muscle under there. It's just a bit spud. <laughs> spud. I'm yeah. going to have to say no. No? Okay. To deny him. And what was his name? Potato uh, Flex. Flex, yeah. And the last one is called a Condominium Supermare. Um, he's a man who lives in a condominium in Western Supermare. Oof. We're gonna we're gonna put him in uh, NXT. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. I've been uh, intercepting your mail as as always, and I've emailed you a scan ah, yes. of the letter I stole this week. Um, so you might have it on your computer there. Just waiting for it to load. Here we go. At pitofchimps.com forward slash at pitofchimps, I think was the email address I used. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the one. And if any of our beloved fans want to get in touch with us. Mm-hmm. The ravenous hordes. Yeah. Uh, the chimpos. You can email us. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Via email. Yeah. Uh, they know how it works, I'm sure. Yeah. This letter is from Portugal Jones and Sons. Oh. And the what, telephone and what number. Did, and what do they do exactly? It doesn't say. The header is Portugal Jones and Sons. And then it says telephone number, not applicable. Oh, okay. So. <laughs> Maybe they're using fax. Mm-hmm. Maybe. But the header does have a, a pink highlight behind it on uh, Microsoft Word. Just so okay. listeners can, can visualize this. Uh, hello, Tom. Nice impersonal header at uh, start to the left. We would like to extend a warm welcome to you, Tom, and congratulate you on your magnificent achievements. Of course, we understand this has not been without struggle for you, for you, and so to reward your hard work, we're going to offer you a golden handshake. Oh, fantastic! All the best, Rolando Creeper, CEO and kitchen porter at Portugal and Sons, Portugal Jones and Sons. Fantastic. Sounds quite good. And then underneath that, we've got a photo of um, former British Prime Minister John Major with a. Uh, I think that's the uh, the plastic wrap effect on Photoshop. It looks like where you have to, if you go to your artistic effects in Photoshop, you'll get a lovely range of options, and one of them is plastic wrap, and it looks like that's been applied to him. So it kind of looks like he's uh, wrapped in plastic, which is nice. I'm not sure if they're suggesting he's dead. <laughs> um, I don't know. I've seen. I've seen now. I've seen this letter, and it appears that it's a custom John Major SIM card. That is um, at the oh, of the page. Uh, I see. Yeah, the it is the outline has a SIM card shape. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Maybe they make SIM cards. Oh. And they were just showing, and they were just showing you the latest one. I don't really know. I don't understand the letter really. Um, so they've congratulated you on your what achievement was it? I... My magnificent achievement. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, and they're going to get offer you a golden handshake. So that's quite good. Yeah, where do I, it doesn't say where I get the golden handshake though. Maybe you have to put the SIM card in your phone, and then it's got like the numbers saved uh, on it, and you phone them up, and then and then you get it. Yeah, I'll print. I'll print it out later. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to set the size, the print size, customized to make sure that that SIM card image comes out at the exact size of an actual SIM card. Yeah, that's that's the rewarding. That's gonna be a magnificent achievement in itself. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I look forward to that. Mm-hmm. Mm. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I look forward to that. Mm, sounds good. I look forward to that. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. I look forward to that. Mm-hmm. Mm, sounds good. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. I look forward to that. Mm-hmm. Mm, sounds good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Shall we continue the tournament that has been on the tips of everyone's tongues this week? I'm sure everyone's Absolutely. come across it on social media. It's been the talk of the town. What was it called again? The Aqua Aqua Olympics or something on it. The Big Snorkeling Championships. That's the one. The Big Snorkeling Championships. Let's go. Sponsored by Sandro Sullivan. Mm-hmm. It's the semi-finals, right? Yeah, but there has been some big news. I don't know if you've heard this. Very controversial news. No, I didn't hear. William G. Stewart, who was through to the semi-finals, mm-hmm. has failed a uh, post-fight, post-competition uh, drug test. Has failed the post-fight press conference. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so he's been cancelled. He's out of the competition. Oh, no. Banned. But replacing him, we have got... The Big new- Boss Man! <laughs> No, it's oh, it was a big boss man. Big boss man, unfortunately. Oh. But it is equal. It's more impressive, I think. And he's 
shot to the favourites. He's the bookie's favourite now to win the competition. It's Dusty Bin. Oh, again. I thought he was he's in already. Back. Yeah, he's back. He's been he was deemed <laughs> the greatest competitor. So he's back in. Okay. He was the highest ranking operative. Yeah. Even though okay. he ran out in the first round. Yeah. He's back in. So the first semi-final, which was originally going to be Michael Barrymore. Mm-hmm. I was going to do an impression of Michael Barrymore then, but I've decided not to. Um, <laughs> that's it. All right, mate. Um, All right. Uh, Michael Barrymore, it was going to be against William G. Stewart, but now he's against the favourite of the competition, Dusty Bin. Mm-hmm. What a matchup, Michael Barrymore and Dusty Bin. Who, who are you going for? Ages. It's going to be um, Michael Barrymore. Oh. Swift exit for Dusty Bin again. Wow. The, oof, the punters aren't going to be happy with that one. No. Well, Michael Barrymore's flew to the final. Mm. Second semi-final. Yeah. This is a big one. Les Dennis. Yeah. Leslie Dennis. Famous Worst. for his show called Family Fortunes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Family Fortunes. Yeah. This is P.S. Pat Sharp. Oof. Funhouse. DJ. Uh, All-round guy. Yeah, he's a man, that's for sure. No, I like to think that Neil Buchanan was the special guest referee for this one, because he hosted Finders Keepers, if you remember, which in itself was kind of a game uh, show. Are they the same? Speaking of people who might be the same person, mm-hmm. Pat Sharp and Neil Buchanan, have they what ever what? been seen in the same room together? Or Neil Buchanan and the young Paul McCartney. Yeah. They're very similar, and they have the same accent. Mm. But Neil, but obviously Neil... Unlike the other two, Neil Buchanan's in a band. So he's in a band called Marseille. Marseille. Mm-hmm. Named cool. after the football team, Marseille. Paris, uh, Paris, Marseille, Olympiaco. Yep, that's the one. <laughs> Who are you going for then? I'm going for Les Dennis. <sighs> Les Dennis. He's through to yep. the final. Who'd have thought mm-hmm. it? So the final, we've yeah. got a uh, Michael Bymore versus Les Dennis. Should we mm. have the final now, or should we save it for the next? Uh, let's save it for the next thing, because I've got some thing to say. <laughs> okay, it'll also give us time to process these uh, post-fight uh, out of competition drug tests. Yeah, but I've got the fruit rankings on on more oh, yes. on, on more positive note. Here we go. So at number five this week. Oh, hang on. There's usually an effect there. Yeah. Hang on. Okay. Do it again. At number five this week, we have the humble banana. Oh. Mm. Classic. Classic entry. Classic. Uh, hasn't really been in the fruit rankings much, surprisingly. Despite being yeah. the sta- the staple of the kitchen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, banana is very versatile. You can have it in anything. You can have the famous banana baked beans ha- hash brown combination. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, banana banana uh, bovril. Banana bovril. Banana roll. Yeah. Banana flip flop. Banana uh, on the radio. You can place it on top of the radio. Yeah. After you've peeled it. It's a decorative item. It's an art item. Also, if you, re- if you really like fruit fries you can like undo one a bit and then leave it out on the countertop yeah and then and then you'll have lots of fruit fries in your house yeah mm-hmm. uh, number four this week <laughs> it's blackcurrant squash oh mm. yeah um i don't have much to say about that really to be honest no, uh at number three this week national champion uh, we have licorice all sorts anyone in particular you sound like you're like miles away from your microphone there we're having to do this via Skype again because of the pandemic. You sounded like you had uh, inverted commas. Yeah, I do have inverted commas all over all over the place. Oh. Every single every single one of those words in that sentence was in inverted commas. I, from the, for the rest of this episode, I'm going to say everything in inverted commas. Yeah, Just... every word from now <laughs> so, on until the end of the episode is in inverted commas. Okay. <laughs> That's pretty much most of what we say anyway with every episode. So, 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 if any, so if anybody is transcribing this for whatever reason, we've just made your job very, very difficult. And I'd like mine in italics, please, and underlined. Yeah. And okay, I'm gonna let's go, go bold as well. I'd like mine in none of those things, but I would like it all in the chula font. <laughs> Sinister. Um, at number two this week... We have Rational Thought. It's an, it's an abstract entry, but it has made it to number two. And at number one, for what feels like the ninth week in a row, is Tangerines. Oh! It's unshifted still from the top tangerines. of the rankings. What's going on? This is this is a conspiracy theory, I think. Maybe Phil from the Fruit Board is in with, uh, or Paul or whatever his name is, is in with, um, <laughs> is in with the Tangerine uh, racket. The tangerine Crew. 
So there you go. There's the fruit rankings. I've got a new new feature that Leslie Mantelpiece, our producer, has shifted onto me. Okay. Uh, they they recommended this. So apparently Leslie Mantelpiece was on YouTube and um, they came across a video of uh, one of these ASMR videos. Do you want to ex- I, do you want to explain what ASMR is? It's sort of when you make sounds that people like when you get like uh, it's like a sensory thing so like if someone's eating food and they get up to the microphone and they're like <laughs> that's amsr yeah um we saw a video of uh, one an asmr video of a turtle eating a dragon fruit and he was very taken by this so he suggested um that i come up with some alternative asmr videos okay so um, here's, here's one of me drinking a drink oh go on <laughs> There you go. Wow, that was extreme. Mm-hmm. That was extreme ASMR. Uh, so I've got some suggestions. I'm not actually going to do the uh, sounds, but here's some suggestions of possible ASMR videos we could do. Okay. Um, I've involved celebrities because it's always nice to involve celebrities, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I've, so, I've seen a I've seen a celebrity once wearing noise cancelling headphones. Really? Mm-hmm. Can you say who it was? Can't. Oof, I'm not surprised. Can't. Can't Sorry. So it was, um, it, it was a celebrity. Uh, so here's the first one uh, Jamiroquai eating a tin of baked beans okay that's that's one's uh, suggestion that we could get oh you, um, don't, you don't you don't have the sound effect no these are just concepts at the moment oh. we'll have to imagine the sound effect alright okay 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 Jumeir- in, I did... in, in many ways I prefer that uh, Leslie Mantelpiece apparently reached out to Jamiroquai but he declined to comment Jason Orange of what one was he in take that was yeah take- probably Jason Orange uh, farting on an otter. Okay. So that, it would be one. difficult to get hold of Jason Orange. Otters, yeah, sure, easy, but like not Jason Orange. Yeah. He's too um, in high demand. Alan Tit- Titmarsh uh, frolicking uh-huh. in the giant lemon meringue pie. Ooh. Like in a big, I imagine that being in like one of those giant paella dishes, like with world record ones where they're like uh, stirring it with like a broom. Have you yeah. seen that? Like in Spain, like literally, like the pan is the size of like a sumo wrestling like ring. Mm. And they've got like literally almost the world supply of rice on there. So I imagine the lemon meringue pie being about that big. Yeah. And I'm Titmarsh. Is in there. Also, it, it could be floating on the the lake that's behind the, this morning studios. Remember the guy, the Fred Fred oh, guy, or whatever. And he Fred, used to yeah. like he used to like be on a giant version of the UK. That and was he'd like, fall over all the time. He'd fall in the water. Yeah, he was a about it. he was a giant man who was bigger than the UK. Mm-hmm. That was actually footage from like a space station. Every episode. I, I think he's dead now because giants don't live very long. No. Mm. Look at the big show. Yeah, R.I.P. Mm-hmm. Another one we've got, Clive Anderson bobbing for apples. Oh, sounds basic. Nice, yeah. mm-hmm. And um, finally, a tub of Vaseline being slathered on an unruly bastard. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's a good one. I like that. You that's pick your own t- unruly bastards, of course. It's got good textural elements. Mm. 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 So there we go. That's this Leslie Leslie Mantelpiece's uh, segment of the week. He's demanded that he gets more uh, say in what's happening on the show. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've, he's been messaging you as well. He's uh, sticking his nose into our business a bit, old Leslie Mantelpiece. Yeah, I mean, he needs to like cut it out, to be fair. Mm. Just, you know, deliver the goods and, and that's it. Yeah. Um, so, Tom, I've uh, got some jobs for you, if you'd like to hear them. Oh, yeah, go on. Um, so you just walked into the job center. If you don't take one of these three jobs, we will cut your benefits. So uh, the first one is radish handler. Um, you will be tasked with the handling of radishes at our radish farm in Grimsby. Successful candidates will have hands and the ability to use them in a manner suitable with the handling of radishes. Full two-week training will take place in Barbados. Oh, this all sounds great. Mm-hmm. But you do have to then work in Grimsby. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Well, it's it's a consideration. Mm-hmm. What's um, the pay? Uh, I assume it's minimum wage. Okay. Plus benefits. The second option is uh, you'd be CEO of Pork Incorporated. The successful candidate will be all about the pork, and this is essential as it's Pork Central up in her. Uh, we would ask all candidates have similar experience and a vast 
knowledge of massage oils. Five GCSEs and the Duke of Edinburgh Award are also critical. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't have a Duke of Edinburgh Award. Mm-hmm. That could be an issue, but, but I, I'm jumping straight in at CEO. I think I could talk my way around that. Yeah, they do say it's Pork Central, so I guess <laughs> you'd have to. True. Yeah. Um, and the final option is a uh, color commentator for Juggalo Championship Wrestling. Um, <laughs> hey, you ready to get down to ringside and jug it up with the most slam-alicious Juggalo wrestlers in all of Iowa? Well, we'll hook you up with full training with the insane clown posse's own Violent J and Shaggy 2 Dope. Fuck you, you whack-ass fuggalo. <laughs> that's exactly that's verbatim how it's written. Oh, um... Okay, well, there's three, again, three uh, strong choices. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've got a lot to consider. I am, I was pleasantly surprised by my previous Juggalo employment. What, I can't remember what it was, but something like toilet cleaner for Juggalos or something. But I think it was Human Toilet, wasn't it? Yeah, Human Toilet for the Juggalo mm-hmm. Fest. Yeah, um, the, the gathering, the gathering of the Juggalos or whatever it's called. Yeah, mm-hmm. they've brought me around to their ways a little bit. Yeah, you get down with the clown. Yeah, they're good people. Dude. They <laughs> the are juggalos. good people. I like the juggalos. It's you're the one who doesn't like the juggalos. Yeah, they're talking me around though. I'm gonna go with the juggalo option. Mm. Like, whatever it was, I can't remember. Ju- uh, color commentator for Juggalo Championship Wrestling. Yeah, in Iowa. J- JCW. Yep, throw it up. I mean, that sounds like pretty much what ECW was, wasn't it? <laughs> so more or less, yeah. Quest. Oh. I accept your quest. Okay. Um, a man has his brown zone held open for you to insert your goods. Uh, you have you have a headache and additionally I'm thinking about washing your hair this evening. The man is asking you politely to quote-unquote deliver the package. What is the success percentage? Oh, well, he's got his, his brown area held open. Mm-hmm. I've got to deliver my goods. Into yep. the into the brown area. Uh, yeah. And uh, but I need to wash my hair. What was the other thing? You had a, you had a headache. A headache. Mm. Washing my hair would probably solve the headache, but I probably don't have time to do that before delivering the goods. So yeah. I'm gonna have to go in there with unclean hair and a headache. Mm-hmm. Success rate is forty-two percent. Oof. Uh, there's a, a, a thing here I didn't notice this there's an extra bit on the end here which explains mm-hmm. that the, the brown zone um, is actually a UPS van and the goods are obviously parcels to be delivered oh mm-hmm. he's holding open the back door thing for it the shutter thing uh, mm-hmm. it, um, in that case it's 47% it's gone up oh, 5% it's pretty good it's not oh. bad. Well, there you go. Do you want to have a game of the old uh, visually impaired causing? Uh, yeah, why not? I've got time. Okay, welcome to Visually Impaired Courting. Quest. Um, oh, what's going on? Live live on air, we've got a quest. I mm. accept the quest. Okay, um, you've been offered the position of the image of God, but on the basis you remove your undergarments in the middle of pre-COVID era Oxford Street, London. You're currently eating a packet of potato crisps, and um, of which the flavouring is listed as ready salted. What is the success percentage? <sighs> Oh, well, we better get through this quick. We're in the middle of a live broadcast here. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I've got the ready salted crisps. I've got a, a in the middle of a busy crowd on Oxford Street. Yeah. 42%. Oof, 42%. And now we return you to our, your originally scheduled programming. Visually impaired courting. <laughs> yes, we're... Thank you. We're back. Um... Simon, I've got three lovely ladies for you here. Okay, great. Um, and I'm going to run through some facts about them, and then you can pick which one you're going to go on a... You're going to court. Now, you can't okay. see them. You're not allowed to look at them ever. 
Um, but you can <laughs> court them. Not, not, not even after I've selected them? No, you will be blindfolded for the entire duration of the ah, courting. Okay. Fair. However long it lasts. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's contestant number one. Okay. Contestant number one is Jay Kwon Do. Um, <laughs> Jay Kwon enjoys dishing out vigilante justice on the rough streets of Penny Land. Mm-hmm. Um, which is an area of Cardiff, Wales, for any of our international listeners. Very rough area. Well, it's like the the bad side of the tracks, if you will. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, her mortal enemy is the local drug kingpin, Foxy Man. Oh. I'll. Do, we're just gonna have one round, by the way, in this game. So I'll okay. just throw everything for Jay Kwando. Throw it all it, out there. It does drag a bit, otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. uh, the worst injury she's ever sustained was as a result of a battle with Foxy Man's henchman, Stout Ken. Oof, big stout. Mm. And her perfect night would be spent pissing on Foxy Man's grave. Mm, okay. What are your thoughts on Jay Kwon Do? Sounds quite saucy. A lot of justice to be handed out. Okay, out of ten so far, what do you what do you what do you rate, Jay Kwon Do? Uh, I'd say a solid, solid, solid three. Yeah! Reaction there from the crowd. Okay, um, next up we've got Miranda Thorax. Oh, okay, I like the surname. Miranda Thorax uh, won a gold medal at the 2001 X Games in the windsurfing uh, okay. mm-hmm. category. She likes taking risks and lives life on the wild side. Don't we um, all? Her spirit animal is a panther and uh, she has severe PS- PTSD from a parachute jump gone wrong. What do you reckon? Mm-hmm. Uh, she sounds a bit of, like a bit of a wuss, to be honest. I'm gonna, I'm not interested. <laughs> She's got a great surname, though. Okay, so you're happy with, it, but nothing else. No. Okay. And finally, contestant number three is the Susan version 7.11. Ooh. Sounds good. Uh, she was voted number one Susan five years in a row. Mm-hmm. Uh, proud of being the world's latest Susan update. Okay. Uh, the fastest, most user-friendly Susan yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, one, uh, downsides to this version seven point twelve will be released in two weeks' time, and all support for the Susan version seven point eleven will be terminated. No, oh, okay. So what? What do you reckon? Okay, I'm I'm okay with that. That sounds good. <laughs> okay, so what's your uh, final selection? Uh, what were the names again? Uh, so you've got contestant number one, Jay Kwando. Mm-hmm. Contestant number two, Miranda Thorax. Yep. And contestant number three is The Susan, version 7.11. I'm going to go with Amanda Thorax. Oh, yeah. Yep. And I'm going to take her to a fancy restaurant. Wow. Okay. That was a bit of a... Turn out for the books. It was. And talking of restaurants, I went to a Michelin star restaurant uh, this week, even though it was COVID season. Oh, controversial. Yeah, I stole a menu. Uh, if you'd like, would you like to hear it? Yeah, go on. Um, okay, so I'll just read out what was on the menu. You tell me whether or not you'd be interested in eating it. Um, so the starter options were uh, toasted foliage. Mm-hmm. No. Um, poached kangaroo anus served on a signed bust of Rolf Harris. Oof. No. And the vegan option was a carbonated tofu liquid. Uh, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll have that. The fish course options were swordfish ice lolly. Okay. Uh, uh, no. Uh, <laughs> crab lungs served on a caramelized floppy disk. Oof, a caramelized floppy disk. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> and the vegan option was a uh, seaweed. Uh, no. no. Uh, the main course options were turkey fried carrot quarters. Uh, no. Memories of the starter course, uh, where they show you photos of your dining experience from earlier on in the evening. Yeah, I like that as a concept, yeah. Okay. Um, uh, goat screams. Goat screams. Goat screams, yeah. They've um, jarred the screams of goats. So you open the jar. And a scream comes out. And you ingest the scream. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll, I'll take that. And the vegan option was um, a tofu and edamame uh, rice served on a rice cake. Oof. Uh... No. Okay, and the dessert options were um, edible wallpaper with a horsebone gel. Uh, yeah. Um, eleven minutes of octopus liver pate. <laughs> okay. 
11 minutes. Yeah. Okay. 11, yeah. 11 minutes worth. Oh, um, excellent. Yeah. And the uh, there was a fried Victoria sponge cake in the shape of Harry Redknapp. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, obviously. And the vegan option was a mango sorbet. Um, no. No. No need for that. Okay. Okay. Would you like to take part in a court hearing? I know you've got your own, but would you like to be on the jury? Uh, yes. Go on then. Yeah, let me give you the, the details. Um, the the person in the dock, so to speak, is um, Carlos Mong. Um, he's straight. <laughs> he's Mong. Mong. M O N G. Is that pronounced Mong? Yeah, Mong. Like Mong Michael. Okay. But without Car- the O. Carlos Mong. Yeah. Okay. Um, he's straight, Hispanic, agnostic male, uh, 29, and he's been accused of assault. Um, the CCTV description reads as follows. On the 19th of April t- 2019, uh, Mong was seen on City Road smoking a parsnip while maintaining the government-enforced two-meter social distancing rule, even though this was in 2019. Um, Mary Ann Kipper, um, female, 89 years old, uh, was walking back from the local Tesco store uh, where she had purchased half a loaf of bread. Um, at 9.52 a.m., Marianne walks past Mong, who smacks her right in the mush. Uh, Mong then mounts the downed woman and detonates <laughs> and detonates a nuclear bomb. Do you find the defendant sat before you guilty or not guilty? Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's what the CCTV footage shows. Yeah. Mm. And have we been shown this footage? You have. Uh, and this elderly, what was her name? The elderly woman? Uh, Marianne Kipper. M- Miriam, Miriam, um, K- what? Kipper. K- Kipper. 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 Yeah. Like Kipper, like the fish. Kipper, like the fish, okay. Or the dog. Um, a dog? You remember Kipper. the cartoon dog called Kipper? No. Oh, okay. I remember Sausage Dog. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and spot the dog and spot the dog and um woof the dog yeah the boy who turns into a dog yeah mm-hmm. um I was just trying to think of other famous dogs um oh, loads Beethoven <laughs> Snoopy <laughs> Snoop Dogg Helper Snoop Dogg um the dog father part two etc uh, etc um, et anyway uh Mrs. Kipper but what did she do leading up to this the, event? The dog, the dog face grumbling, Rick Steiner. <laughs> yeah. What did what? The, Brit, the British bulldog. Yeah, yeah, I'll do. What did what happened? Junkyard dog. Uh, the dynamite kids was also yep. a British bulldog. What was your question? <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm finding him not guilty. Not guilty. He's okay. innocent. Yeah, he's okay. innocent. He's uh, I hereby declare Carlos Mong a free man. That's the gavel sound. <laughs> It's close enough. (laughs) Sorry, the audience from the visually impaired courtroom is still uh, still here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, on another note, uh, as in the previous episode, we've been asked to recast some famous uh, franchises. Mm -hmm. So, last time we did Friends, the TV show. Mm -hmm. Um, We've now been asked to recast the reboot of the Marvel Cinematic Universe films. Okay. So, um, I've come up with a cast list here yeah you you have yeah yeah mm-hmm. I, well I'm, I'm letting you know now you can weigh in on your thoughts okay uh, actually it's too late they've already been cast oh okay and it's been filmed and released oh okay, okay. but you know you can you can give your thoughts if you want yeah okay so do- starting off with dr strange mm-hmm. uh we've got dr dre to play dr strange dr strange love <laughs> Yeah, Doctor Strange Love will be played mm-hmm. by Doctor Dre. Um, Iron Man will be played by the Iron Sheik. Okay, not Iron Mike Tyson. No. Okay. Um, the Spider Man uh, yeah. will be played by Steve Irwin. Yeah, <laughs> Steve Irwin Jr. Uh, no, no, the Steve Irwin, the original. Uh, like a CGI hologram. A CGI, yeah, version of him. Yeah. Uh, and the Ant Man uh, uh-huh. will be played by Ronnie Corbett. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Um, the Hulk. Is going to be played by Frank Bruno. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Uh, Thor, because Thor is now, um, it's going to be the the female version of Thor. So we've got Kathy Bates in. Okay, yeah, she's quite good at playing an angry woman. 
Yeah, I can see that. Uh, Captain America, we've got William Shatner. Yeah. Yep. Uh, the Black Panther is going to be played by Bill Cosby. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. A bit controversial, but yeah. It is con- You know, but controversy sells. So it does. Um, it does. It does. Uh, the Black Widow. We've got Flame from Gladiators. Yeah. 90s television show Gladiators and Hawkeye. We've got Hunter from Gladiators. They they oh, okay. came as not not Hawk from Gladiators. No. No. Okay. Was there? We got. We could get Hawk from uh, Legion of Doom in. <laughs> Yeah. As a, a CGI again. I forgot about him, yeah. We'll do half hawk, half hunter. Half animal. Half animal. Mm-hmm. Um, Captain Marvel, we've got Missy Elliott. <laughs> yeah. Captain Marvel. Uh-huh. Um, the, the X-Men, we've got Wimbledon FC circa 1994. Okay, the crazy gang. Yeah. So, Fashion New, Vinnie Jones. Vinnie uh, Jones can reprise his role as Juggernaut. F and Okoku. Um, Rob, Robbie Earl. Robbie Earl, yeah. Who else All was the there? Legends. Uh, Michael was Hooper. Oh no, he was Newcastle, wasn't he? Yeah, he was Newcastle. Um, oh, Sh- Shaka Hislop. Was, was he? No, he was Newcastle as well, wasn't he? No, it was. Wasn't Sullivan the goalkeeper at the time? Sa- Sandra Sullivan, the the main main man of mm-hmm. the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe. Deadpool. Dennis Wise. Dennis Wise. Yeah, he'll he'll be in there. Larry Sanchez. Uh, he's playing the the blind man. Mm. What's his name? Laser the, eyes. The Chinese man. <laughs> yeah. The new wrestler. Yeah, Deadpool is going to be played by uh, the main man. We had him in the Friends cast. Our high school English teacher, Mr. Parisi. Of course, yeah. That makes you big Gino. Big Gino. Gino. As the kids used to say. Mm-hmm. Do the Kenzo. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, we've got a fan letter. Okay, yeah. Do you want to, uh, it's um, so this came in via fax. My ears are listening, but my heart is closed. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Little uh, flourish for you there. If anyone wants to fax us, you just open up your fax machine. Machine. Um, just yell for, at it. Yeah, you yell, yell what you want to fax to us, and that'll come through mm-hmm. to our minds. Yeah, I think that's how it works now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is from Shanks in Baja, California. Shanks son. Shanks. Oh, I think it's Shang Tsung from Mortal Kombat. No, no. Okay. Um, okay, so Shanks says, uh, I've been wanting Shang to film Sun. a 90s hip-hop video for years. Now that my mum's dead, I can finally afford it thanks to a hefty inheritance. Oof. Do you have any tips? So I've got 10 tips here for Shanks in okay. Baja, California to film in a 90s hip-hop video. Baja uh, is the, that long strip, isn't it, that goes down towards Mexico? It might be. It might be. I'm I pretty sure. Don't. It's mentioned in the 1971 James Bond film Diamonds Are Forever. And also in Baja Men, who were famous for Who Let the Dogs Out. Ah, is that where they were from? Yeah, probably. Okay. So, number one, mm-hmm. uh, obviously, you've got to have lots of women in skimpy under nothings dancing sexily around a swimming pool slash sports car slash elaborate historical set mm-hmm. of your choosing. So, that could yeah. be Egypt. Egypt's a popular one. Ancient Egypt. Um, number two, feature a tiger slash panther slash snake in a cage, preferably, because it creates a bit of sexual tension. Mm-hmm. Number three, you want to have some titles and credits written in the tackiest font you can find. Yeah, that's true. Um, Definitely. And maybe have a nice uh, a tacky like 3D font on it, a 3D effect on the font. Yeah, like it's from straight out of word art. Yeah. Yes, word art is, is, is endorsed. Uh, number four, you want to include clips from the latest J-Lo movie because the song's <laughs> going to be on the soundtrack. Guaranteed. Yeah. Yeah. Or something, or weirdly something with like Cameron Diaz. Yeah. She always has hip-hop songs on her movies. Uh, number five, include lots of shots of the artist hanging around on the streets with their friends and associates on mm-hmm. the street corner. Throwing dice at the yes. pavement. Well, that's, yeah, one of the other... The other points there, you want, want to include shots of people playing craps on the street corner. Mm-hmm. Um, and at some point, someone tries to steal the money, so they all jump in, in slow motion. Nothing wrong with playing games on the street corner, though. Remember when we used to play Pitch and Toss? Yeah. A.K.A. falsely known as Pigeon, pigeon, pigeon Toss. Pigeon Toss. <laughs> yeah. Which, um, in Grangetown, I hear they used to actually toss pigeons. Mm. Which is... Which is a sad fact. Well, in number six, remember that this isn't simply a music video. It's a multi-million dollar epic short film. The artist must play the hero, or even better, the anti-hero. Yeah. So some chase scenes would be good, like in a car or a boat. While drinking some Cavassier. 
Yep, lots of conversier. Number seven, ensure there's at least one close-up of the artist looking concerned or upset to show their sensitive side. Yeah. It's like a close-up of them looking a bit sad, maybe on the verge of crying. Preferably on the side of their bed. Yes. Um, like Usher over. does in almost every music video. Mm. Next, you want to ensure there's plenty of dated CGI effects of crazy shit like skeletons, spaceships, and fire. <laughs> loads of fire all over the place. Yeah. Basically, yeah. you want it to look like uh, GOC's website in 1998 <laughs> on the screen. That's what you're aiming for. But set inside a cheese grater. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if possible. Cheese grater. And finally, you want to end the video with to be continued. And obviously, it, it won't be. It will never be continued. Yeah, they never are, are they? <laughs> no. They're never continued. It's all one big lie to get you to invest in the next song. Yeah. But then you realize that the two things are not connected at all. So there we go. So now uh, maybe we'll see the next big hip-hop video being mm. produced by Shanks in Baja, California. Possibly. Do you know Baja, California is not even in California? Isn't it? Well, <laughs> it's, Where it's, is Baja, California? Well, like, California? I, like, like I said, it's a state in Mexico. It's the bit that like dangles down the back of Mexico like a tail. But it like links directly to California above it. Mm, I, I think it's part of California. Okay. <laughs> It isn't, but yeah, we'll go with it. Okay. Uh Yes. Good good luck to you, Shanks, anyway. (laughs) Yeah. Uh Best of luck to Shanks in in Baja, California. Maybe he'll make the new Eastsiders. Yeah, what a great film. You rise to prominence in the hip hop world. I've got a top 10 here. We've had the um, fruit rankings, of Mm -hmm. course. We have. But I've got a new top ten here. Okay. Brand new for this episode. It's the top didn't, 10 we, sp- didn't we usually have some sort of air raid siren to signify a new a new package? Oh, hang on. Uh... <laughs> top ten spicy boys of the, of the month. Oof. And this is sponsored. And this this is sponsored by Craig's Bar. Yes. Mm. I'd um, like to hear them. Number ten. We've got Stonefish from Neighbours. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, number nine is the uh, Shadow Lord Chancellor David Lammy getting in there. Oof. Number nine, Spicy Boy. Mm-hmm. Good for him. Um, number eight, we've got Yuri Geller. Ooh. Okay, yeah, he's spicy. <laughs> he's spicy. Number seven, we've got Ross Geller. I'm not, I'm not sure who that is. From Friends of oh, Friends. Okay. I just thought he was called Ross from Friends. <laughs> it pretty much is. Wait there. Is the, is the character related to Yuri Geller? Yeah, Yuri Geller is Ross Geller's brother. Oh, okay. Number six, we've got... Is that why Ross can... Because, like, Yuri Geller can bend spoons, but Ross, from my understanding of the show, can bend time. He's a spoon. He can bend bend time, can't he? Yeah, he can bend time. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Next. Uh, Number six is Sarah Michelle Geller. We've got the whole Geller family uh, making the top ten spicy boys. And she can bend vampires. She can bend what? Vampires. Yeah, that's true. Mm Uh, number five, we've got legendary 90s New York hip-hop DJ Bobito from the Stretch and Bobito show. <laughs> okay. He, he is a spicy boy, number five. Uh, number four, we've got Peter Frampton. Okay. Um, an interesting call. <laughs> I'm not Is he still alive? I don't know, but it's an interesting call. Uh, number three, little Kenny Dodd. Oh, big Ken. I miss him. R.I.P. R.I.P. Spicy Boy. He's number three in the Spicy Boy League, though, so... That's quite good. He didn't die in vain. Number two is the Pope Jean-Paul Van Damme. Oh, is he your favourite Pope? He's the best Pope of all. What about Jean-Paul... Jean- Pope Jean-Paul Gaultier? <laughs> he was good. Jean-Paul... Pope Jean-Paul... Uh, yeah, Gaultier was good. Jean-Paul Sartre. Pope Jean-Paul Sartre. He was up there. Pope... Uh, Jean-Paul, Gaultier, Hughes. Uh, they're, they're all up there. Yeah. But I think the Pope Jean, Jean-Paul Van Damme is my favourite. Okay. And number one, number one <clears throat> spicy boy of the week slash month is... <laughs> Nicolas Cage. Ooh. Nick Cage. It's, to be, it's understandable. He is pretty spicy, to be fair. Great. Yeah, I go... Greatest actor of all time. Yeah, I'd go along. Well, I wouldn't go along with that, but I understand where Mark was coming from. Mm. The greatest actor of all time, obviously, is the great Sean William Scott. Yeah, he's. Has he done a film with Nicolas Cage? Mm, I don't think so. He did a film with The Rock and John Lovitz. Mm, John Lovitz is up there. Called Southland Tales, which is very confusing. It's basically like a David Lynch film, but like weird 
It's got Justin Timberlake in it. Question. 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 I do have a question for you. Okay. Question. Will you take the incesticide spray? Yes. Question. Will you take the blue herb? Yes. Question. Will you take the stone and metal object? I will. Question. Congratulations. You refilled the fuel canteen. <laughs> I've what? <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> you refilled the fuel canteen. Congratulations. I've... Oh, man. There we go. There's lots of hissing coming your end. It sounds like you're in a, a, a pit of snakes <laughs> filled with rain. Is that better? I've turned that down a bit. Yeah, slightly. So I've refilled the pit. The what? <laughs> refilled the fuel canteen. Well the done. Fuel, the fuel canteen. The fuel canteen. Yeah, now stock. <laughs> You're all stocked up with fuel. Now you're good to go. Oh, okay. Oh, well, that's that's good to know. Can I go to the canteen at any time? Yeah, sure. It's locked. Oh. So. Here we go. I've got a. Um, this is another thing that Leslie Mantelpiece has uh, thrown at me. Okay. He thought it'd be good to introduce some game as well, some like, like an RPG game mm-hmm. to the podcast. Yeah. Um. So. I'm going to give you a scenario for an RPG game and you have to, s- to select what option you're going to take. Okay. So this is uh, this game is uh, Spiffy Clive and the Emperor's Pantaloons. All right. Uh, pantaloons coming back coming back again. So the premise of the game is that uh, Spiffy Clive and his girlfriend Erica Badu um, are shopping in downtown Ohio when the evil Emperor Jumbotron flies over in his jetpack and kidnaps her then flies off. Right. Spiffy Clive must follow the evil emperor Jumbotron to his tower of delight and rescue Erica Badu. Okay, mm-hmm. so that's yep. the out. So you're you're Spiffy Clive. Yeah, okay. Um. Okay. So here's the first level. So you're in Clark's, which is where Erica Badu, your girlfriend, was taken. Mm-hmm. You've got two options. Yeah. So you can complete the purchase of those marvelous pink and gold plimsolls that you've been eyeing up for the past six months. Yeah. Or they look spectacular. They they do. Um, or you can leave Clark's and begin your quest to rescue Erica Badu from Emperor Jumbotron's Tower of Delight. Okay. What are you going to do? I'm going to purchase the shoes, first of all. <sighs> oh. Mm-hmm. Because I, um, I I, the reason is I can't stop thinking about them. And like I don't see how I would be able to focus on saving Erica Badu. Um <laughs> Unless I purchase the shoes first, because I I wouldn't be able to focus on the mission otherwise. It's fair reasoning. Mm-hmm. I can see your point. However, unfortunately, uh, you just got killed. I'm sorry to oh, say. Oh, how did I One of the Clark staff was a secret agent for Emperor Jumbotron, and uh, oh. she shot you while you weren't looking. Oh, damn it. Oh, Game well. over. I try my best. That's the end of that. <laughs> I try... <laughs> I try... I tried my darndest. Maybe we'll have a different chapter next time. Yeah, next. You can have another go. Yeah, uh, I'll have another next, crack at it. Next month. Or until I get to the, the, until I uncovered the golden jewels. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Erica Badu's golden jewels. Yeah, whoever that is. But yeah, we'll go with it. <laughs> we'll roll with it. Yeah, we're also sponsored by... Um... Oof, late, late sponsorship <laughs> coming in here. Yeah. Um, for millennia, humans have found joy in the art of pogo stick hire. Um, we have a company called Pogo Sticks for Hire, and we have pogo sticks for you to hire. Uh, we're located in Porth Call, uh, bounce on down, and in the age-old traditions handed down by ancient Antarctic gods, we'll shove our pogo sticks where the sun don't shine. Pogo sticks for hire. Oof, that sounds uh, spectacular. Sounded like you you warped into a new dimension then and then came back. I did. I dipped mm-hmm. dipped out and then dipped back in. You're like what's his name? Um, Quantum Leap from the TV show Quantum Leap. Uh, uh Sam Quantum. Sam Quantum. <laughs> there we go. Uh, we've got an interview. Should we should we go into our celebrity interview this week? Uh, yeah, you got the recording of the interview. I have you or. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Um. So this week or this month, whatever, whatever it is nowadays, um, we've got we've landed an exclusive interview with uh, Big Bird from uh, Sesame Street. Oof. The famous uh, American children's television show. Mhm. So uh, yeah, should we just go? 
Have you got anything else you want to add before? No, other than this. Other than big, 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 big fellow, because I'm obliged to say that. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, here we go. Let's go to the interview. Okay. Uh, so I'm here with uh, Big Bird. Firstly, uh, Mr. Bird, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Um, uh, well, firstly, how are you? How have you managed with the uh, this whole COVID-19 situation and, and lockdown? We are. We should say we are conversing via Skype, or following yes. the guidelines. How have you uh, found it so far? Well, my, my health has not been great lately. I've been involved in many attacks on in Sesame Street by Bert and Ernie. What? You found yourself... They've been attacking you? Yes, they attacked me with a wrench. Jeez. What happened? I was talking to Oscar, the the man who lives in the bin, and they came up behind me and they said, Big Bird, we don't. And then they hit me. I didn't hear what they said after that. Oh, jeez. Are you okay? My, my neck is broken and my windpipe has been crushed quite significantly. Oh, jeez, okay. Um, well, I would... I was going to talk about, uh, maybe we could talk about how you uh, got into uh, Sesame Street. Do you want to just talk about the beginning of that? How did you, how did it come about? How did you uh, get cast? I went to a casting session and I read from a script and they said I was really good and they gave me the job. Oh, wow. And uh, you had, uh, you formed this uh, partnership with Snuffle, Snuffle, Snuffle Snuffleupagus? Yes, I call him Mary for short. <laughs> Mary? Yes. We started a beautiful relationship. A bit like Bert and Ernie's. Yeah, so, the, I mean, Sesame Street was quite ahead of its time, I suppose, in that you had um, gay relationships between Bert and Ernie and yourself and Snuffleupagus. But, of course, it turned sour in the 70s. That is when there was... Lots of dr- drugs, drugs introduced to the show, and Snuffleupagus has a long history of cocaine addiction. Well, yes, he was. Um, he came into the show snorting cocaine, <laughs> I believe. Oh, you're right there. Yeah, yes, 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 yes. Um, so. Snuffleupagus uh, obviously came into the show. He'd already been on the scene in Hollywood, partying with the likes of Tom Cruise, uh, Ray Liotta, uh, Big Boy from Outcast. They'd all been partying in the disco scene, uh, snorting coke, and then he came into Sesame Street. And I, is it true that he was the one who supplied all the other cast members with the cocaine and introduced it to the set? I would say that is not true, but real corporate was Elmo. Elmo? Was he on the scene with Snuffleupagus? He... Elmo is very disarming. Don't listen to him. He is bad. He's a bad, bad, bad person. Mm. (laughs) So how did you and... Can you recount the first meeting between yourself and Snuffleupagus? I guess. No. No. And they stop. Uh. Oh, Mr. Bird. Mr. Oh, I think, I think he's he's gone. I think he's he's passed. Um. Mr. Bird. Okay. Uh, well, there, there you have it. Uh, the scoop from Big Bird himself. Um, that, that was a uh, that was a bit dark. Yeah. Uh, you could have given you could have given me a warning before you played that clip. Well, I thought it was best to get it out there. I wasn't prepared for Big Bird to be. I mean, 
Did we just witness a murder? We, I mean, pretty much. It was Bert and Ernie who uh, attacked him. So perhaps they were him. perhaps they were jealous of the beautiful relationship that Big Bird and uh, Snuffleupagus, Mr. Loverman, had um, with each other. Shaba. Maybe I think um, Forgetful Jones has uh, got a part to play in this as well. Who? He, Forgetful Jones. <laughs> he was a a, a character Sesame Street. A ah. simpleton cowboy who always forgets everything. What about um, Mumford the Duck, or whatever his name was? <laughs> yeah, Mumford the Duck was... I think he was involved. But, um, no, I've, I have since gotten word from Granny Bird, uh, Big Bird's grandmother, that he is okay. He didn't actually die. He just had a seizure. Oh, okay, well, that's, that's good. Maybe he was just having a... a, um, a what's it called? A flashback of when he got attacked by Bert and Ernie. But yeah, maybe. It's and then passed out. Possible, but he is alive. Um, he's, I mean, he's not... I was going to say he's alive and well, but he's, he's not well, but he's alive. Mm-hmm. He's in he's in a coma, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Snuffleupagus is by his side. As always. Yeah. As Snow, always. Snorting coke. Yep. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Boom. That was a song exactly. from Sesame Street. Um, oh, what's this one? Question. There it is. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think all that's left to say is that this episode of Pit of Chimps has been brought to you by the letter X <laughs> and the number four. Question. And big, 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 big fella. Question.